0: hey story family welcome to the story at home this is your host giovanna huffman for the next eight weeks we're asking members of the story community to tell us their favorite bible story and how that story inspired them to follow jesus let's get started with today's episode welcome to another episode of the story at home this is pastor Kale with you today and i'm excited to continue this series to talk about one of my favorite characters in the Bible. Most people, when they tell me about their favorite character in the Bible, they, they tell me about Jesus, or they, or they tell me about the Apostle Paul, or Moses, or Mary, or even King David, or, or any other character who gets a lot of airtime throughout Scripture. But one of my favorite characters in the Bible, he, he doesn't have a book dedicated to him. He's only mentioned in four chapters of the Old Testament and he's lightly sprinkled in a couple verses in the new, but he's, he's one of the heroes of the faith and his name is Elijah. If you're not too familiar with Elijah, he is what scholars call the prophet of prophets. He's one of the most significant prophets throughout the entire Old Testament And, and prophets are known as the mouthpiece of God prophets they were the people that would speak the truth in the words that God would directly give them however when you when you think of old testament prophets don't think of of your typical 21st century pastor don't think of a don't think of your typical preacher in your typical american church don't don't think of a buttoned up straight laced prim and proper type of guy think more of a of a motorcycle riding tattooed Long hair, never minces words, a, a guy that you probably wouldn't be comfortable leaving your kids around. Think, think of that type of guy. They, they were outcasts in their culture because they, they spoke the truth to their people. And, and most of the time, the, the truth wasn't pretty. It, it was that the people were falling away from God. It's that they, they needed to repent. They needed to turn back to God. And most of the time, the prophets were discredited. They were hated and they were persecuted. So, so we find out about the prophet Elijah in the books 1st and 2nd Kings. And in these books, they first present King Solomon, who, who was King David's son. They, they present him as, as a wise king who built an empire. He, he brought the Israelites great prosperity and, and left the temple as his lasting legacy. But we also see the root of the nation's eventual doom in Solomon's and Solomon's and really the people's worship of foreign gods. The, the kings that, that come after Solomon end up perpetuating the cycle instead of uprooting it. They double down on this, on this new idolatrous religion. And specifically, King Ahab and Queen Jezebel, they're the ones who take this idol worship to the next level. And they start killing anyone who didn't bend the knee to this foreign god, Baal. So they they worshiped this foreign god named Baal. And and here's how twisted the worship of of Baal was during this time. The the people believed that Baal was was the god of fertility and rain. And so their worship services included, they they would have altars that were dedicated to sacrificing their children to produce rain and fertility. They would throw their screaming, terrified children into the fire Because they believe that's the sacrifice that Baal desired. And this is when God tells Elijah to confront the king, to confront the queen, and to confront all the people that are involved in this worship because God's wrath is coming. And this leads to to one of my favorite scenes throughout the entire Bible. So Elijah has come to to confront all of Israel, to repent, and, and to turn to the one true God but he's not just going to tell them about God. He's going to show them who the real God is. So Elijah, he he gathers all of the people of Israel. He gathers all of the prophets of Baal and there's about 450 of them. And, and he sets up this challenge between God and Baal. He said, I'm the only prophet of the Lord left. I'm the only one left and you guys have 450 prophets. So let's prepare two bowls. Let, let's prepare two altars and you call on your God, and I'll call on mine, and see whoever sets fire to the altar. So whoever sets fire to the altar, their God wins. Their God is worthy of worship. Elijah said, hey, if the Lord is God, then follow him. But if Baal is God, then we should follow him. Then all the people said, what you say is good. They agreed. And here's the rest of the story from First Kings. Then the prophets... They called on the name of Baal from morning until noon. And they said, Baal, answer us, they shouted. But there was no response. No one answered. And they danced around the altar they had made. And then at noon, Elijah, he began to taunt them. He said, shout louder. He said, surely Baal is a god. Perhaps he's, perhaps he's deep in thought. Maybe he's busy or traveling. Maybe he is sleeping and must be awakened. So they shouted louder and louder, and they slashed themselves with swords and spears, as was their custom, until their blood flowed, but there was no response, no one answered, no one paid attention. Then Elijah said to all the people, come here to me. And they came to him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord, which had been torn down. And Elijah, he took 12 stones, and with those stones, he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he dug a trench around it. And then he arranged the wood. He cut the bull into pieces and he laid it on the wood. Then he said to them, hey, fill four large jars with water and pour it on the offering and on the wood. And then he said, do it again. And they did it again. Then he said, do it a third time. He ordered and they did it the third time. The water ran down around the altar and even filled the trench. All right. So this is why I love Elijah so much. He, he's admitted that it's only him versus an entire nation. It's only him. And not only that, he starts to taunt the other so-called prophets and their God. Elijah's got some stones. He's he's got some literal stones and he's not done yet. Here's what happens next. At the time of, of sacrifice, the prophet Elijah, he stepped forward and prayed, Lord, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, Let it be known today that you are God in Israel and that I am your servant and have done all these things at your command. Answer me, Lord, answer me. So these people will know that you, Lord, are God and that you are turning their hearts back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and burned up the sacrifice, burned up the wood and the stones and the soil and also licked up the water in the trench. When all the people saw this, they fell prostrate and cried, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. God accomplishes what he sets out to do. And that's to turn people's hearts back to him. No matter how far we've, we've drifted away from, from who God has, has called us to be, no matter the, the terrible things that we've done in our past. No matter the idols that we've worshipped in place of God, God still wants to win back your heart. He wants you to, to turn back to him. He wants to set a fire in your soul. Even if you feel like it's you against the world, God is on your side. And if he's for us, who can be against us? Thanks for listening to the Story at Home podcast. And remember, church isn't just a building we go to, but it's a family we belong to. Love you guys.